What's going on, everybody? I'm Pastor Josh, and you are listening to another episode of the Preach That Podcast. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Preach That Podcast. I am Pastor Josh. That is Brandon. He is joining me again. So we were discussing at the gym this morning. Um, Brandon said, hey, I can record some extra podcasts with you. That way, you know, whenever you're short on time or if you're busy or if you're traveling or something like that, you've got some extra ones in the bank you can use. So that's a great idea. Let's do it. This one's probably going to get used this week. <laughs> but we're going to continue. We'll continue to keep doing some stuff like yep. this to try and bank some up because I preach this Sunday. So if I've got yeah. some time after that to record an intro for it, I can use that for this week and then save this one. This or this one might go up this week and then use my sermon for the next. We'll just see how it falls. Whatever happens, and, and happens. Exactly. Whatever happens, happens. So here with Brandon again. So this might be episode 41. This could be episode 79. True. It won't be that long, but it'll probably be 41, but you never know. I'm going to silence my phone while I'm thinking about it. Because I did not do that yet. So we were talking. He said, what should we talk about? And I said, I don't know. Well, whose idea was it about the the controversial topics in the church? I think we both kind of it was, yeah, it's kind said of a, it. And then I said, we can just title it most controversial yeah. episode yet. I don't know. There's probably something somewhere theologically or scripturally there's something that we may disagree on but i don't think we found anything yet no not really Um, i was thinking about that earlier i think there are some topics that one of us is probably a little more yes i feel like lean more towards yeah more convinced or have a stronger conviction one way or another but i think for the most part we pretty much agree on most of the things yes um I'm sure there's gonna. We'll find something eventually that we we'll find that there. we disagree on. We'll get there. Um, so it's Brandon and I. We have uh, conversations very regularly about those subjects because there are a lot of people out there that do not agree. Yeah. With what Scripture says, even though they think they do, or at least they want people to think they do. I don't know which one it is. I think it's a case by case basis. Depends on the person. Yeah. Um, just like that a little bit closer to your face. So. Well, I don't know. If I can move it. I thought it won't fall. Oh, okay. The, if it's as long as the the boom is over one of the legs, then you can move it. Gotcha. Whenever you get the mic, like you know. It's, anyways, technical talk, but uh, it's not that technical. So we're we we're going to talk about, and I just looked up an article here on my computer no. a little bit ago. The eight most controversial issues in the church today. Ooh. Okay. So uh, we, if we can get through all eight of them, I usually try to keep the episodes around. And, an hour or slightly or under. Take. I mean, Daryl and I went for an hour and a half though, so True. we'll we'll see what happens to see if we get through all these. Maybe we can do part one, part two. We'll go through four now, four later. We'll see what happens. Wait, you did that for that one video. Yes. So if we do part one, part two, I mean that's just extra in the bank. Exactly. Exactly. I think so, we should do that then. All right. So we'll we'll go through the first four and see what happens. And it, if we just fly through, them, we'll keep going. Yeah. But you know, we'll see. Number one. Mm. Any guesses? Homosexuality. Yes. Got it. This this article says gay marriage, but homosexuality would be a more, a broader... A broader uh, sense. ...label for that yeah. particular thing. I think the, peop- the Christians that are trying to justify homosexuality and say that it's not sinful, they're just trying too hard. Yeah. They're trying too hard to make friends and be nice. Listen, homosexuality is sexual sin. Just like 
watching pornography is a sexual sin. Committing adultery. adultery is a sexual sin. There are straight people that commit sexual sins as well. Yeah. This gets picked on by the church more because it's a minority. And minority, it's open. It's open. It's out there. It's obvious. You can't, easy you can't hide it, but it's difficult to hide. It's an easy target. Yeah. And I mean, let's just be honest. This group of people gets very worked up about things too. Yeah. So it's it's not hard to just kind of flick a match and and start something, catch something on fire. True. But and it's, I th- wish more people would think about this and understand this. That and this is true across the board, and it gets brought up with homosexuality and abortion the most. Yep. But homosexuality because those are. I don't struggle with that, yep. and ninety nine point nine percent of the people that I surround myself with don't struggle with that. So this is an easy one to pick on. And we can we can put this group in a corner over here and throw stones at them. Yeah, which unfortunately is what a lot of the church has done over history. Yeah, very stone throwing. Um, but homosexuality, I think, because one of the big things that they always say is love is love. Right. The heart wants what the heart wants. My rebuttal for that is one, love is not love. God is love. Exactly. And if God ordains everything and is perfect in love, shouldn't he be the one that dictates exactly what is love? You would think. Um, another one was, what was the other one I said? Love is love and, oh, the heart wants what the heart wants. Right. The Bible also says the heart is deceitful. What man can know it? Right. Not you, not me, yeah. God. There's people out there whose heart wants to murder somebody. Yeah. That's still wrong, <laughs> whether your still heart wants bad. it or not. But homosexuality is also because no one wants to. There's either the people that say like it's the worst of all right. sins, or people that say, "Well, you know, who am I to judge?" Right. Jesus says, "Thou shalt not judge," <laughs> but his judging was not saying this is a sin right jesus with the woman of adultery he said go and sin no more he showed grace but he didn't condone the sin right um he didn't say you're okay keep living that lifestyle it's okay i love you yeah and she was also committing a sexual sin right with exactly sleeping with other guys right um i forget the pastor's name but he addressed it and he put it this way the christian cannot hate because Jesus instructs us not to hate. Right. But the Christian can also not accept and like they cannot um what's the word? Condone. Condone. Um I they are I it's escaping me. Yeah. I know what word you're thinking of, but I can't I can't think of it. Essentially condone. The Christian yeah. cannot hate because God instructs us endorse. Endorse. But at the same time you got to correct, right. you got to out of love and everything like right. that. So, and one of the big things is, well, how do you address it? How do you, right. And one of the big things is, I mean, maybe not go straight for the jugular. <laughs> right. Like you don't have to start a conversation with you are living in sin. Right. You're going to go to hell and burn. Right. It's just like, Pretty much everything else in life, especially the majority of things in in the world of Christianity, both sides have some correct yes thinking. Yes, we love people no matter what. Yeah. Yes, this sin is wrong. Let's find the medium place where we can tell somebody that it's sin 
in love and still love them and love them enough to tell them the truth, but also love them enough to not condemn them and alienate them. Yeah. Someone else has brought up like, well, this is like, how do I stop it? How do I, you know? And one of the things is, is well, if God is your Lord, right? You're gonna, you gotta just, that's yeah. just the way it is. Right. The Lord says it. And that now I'm not saying don't ask questions because of course the book of Psalms yeah. is a book of questions. Yep. Um, Job. Yeah. Like God is very happy and comfortable with answering your tough questions. Oh, absolutely. He has the answers, right? but it's how you address it. It's how you come yep. to him. Right. Um, so I think that's, yeah, I'd, I think that, that covers it pretty well. It's uh, there was someone else I was thinking that I was thinking of, but I can't remember what it is now. Maybe it'll come back to me, but it's, Oh, I was going to say it, handling this as a Christian, as a pastor or a, anybody that's either just either whether you're a Christian or you're in leadership in mm -hmm. a church of some kind, handling this topic should be handled no differently than the person that's an alcoholic, than the person that yeah. is physically abusing someone Every single time, it should always be, I love you and God loves you, but what you're doing is sinful. What you're yeah. doing is against God. It's wrong, and we need to work together to and and seek God mm -hmm. and pray and ask him to help bring you out of that place, out of that lifestyle, yeah. out of that sin, and into a better relationship with him. Yeah. Like, during my three years away, um, a lot of like gay people that i talked to like mm -hmm. a lot of the members of the lgbtq plus was like they focus so much on it right they bash it they yes while johnny over here is raping the altar boy right maybe i shouldn't have said the r word but uh, i can, I can on youtube remember to cut it out johnny over here's molesting the altar boy yeah um and he's still in leadership or he's just getting moved to another church. Right. But the homosexuals, if one person says, yeah. I'm I'm struggling with homosexuality. Right. The person gets crucified. Exactly. That's another thing that, and I'm sure that we'll get to that as a topic at some point on a podcast as far as like board of faith, name it, claim it, speak it into we'll existence, manifest, all that garbage. But um, the... With that being said, the words that we say do matter. Yes. And I think it's very important because a lot of people want to say like, oh, I'm a gay Christian. Mm. That would be no different than if I said, walked around and said, oh, I'm a, a lustful Christian. An alcoholic. I just, I just stare at women all day. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. We need to watch the words that we say. Another one along that example is that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, oh, like that's just my anxiety flaring up. Stop saying it's my ang quit claiming it yeah quit claiming that is yours yeah say that's something that i heard a, a person i think i mentioned it in a sermon several sermons ago about kind of breaking down like the structure of a sentence and how an adjective informs the noun mm. as to it, it not only describes it but it informs it and it tells the noun what it is yeah if you say that you're a gay christian you're saying that that being gay comes before being christian my sure. homosexuality informs my Christianity on how it should live and act and believe. I think that's the other problem. Everyone is identifying with their sin. Exactly. Instead exactly. That's of the whole thing. identifying with who you are in Christ. Right. Instead of saying, I'm a Christian and I struggle with X, Y, or Z. Yeah. 
like one of the big verses i think it's first corinthians 15 is it i i'd have to Um, to look essentially it says like it's when paul addresses it's one of the it's one of the verses that people use to say homosexuality is a sin there is something in first corinthians somewhere um i just don't remember the chapter um but Paul addresses all of it, and then he says, so were some of you, which means that some of the people he were, he was writing to were homosexuals, right? and God took them out of it. Yeah, I just read it last night in Romans chapter 1. Yeah, um, that's a big one. Where too. it talks about where God gives them over to the thing. Um, for their women exchanged natural relations for those are, that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. So it clearly states that it's error. It's in error yeah. to, to live that way, walk that way, and have that lifestyle. I think there is one in First Corinthians somewhere that you're thinking of. Um, but I know that because of these... They call it the clobber verses. Right. Because of these stances and the way the church has addressed it in the past, yeah. there's a lot of church hurt. Right. There's people that just don't want anything to do with God because yeah. they are taught God hates gays. Right. Is one of like the big exactly slogans that quote unquote Christians bring right. on a billboard at yeah. gay pride parades. Right. Satan has done a bang up job with taking these two sides of this discussion and pitting them against each other while the real enemy, him, stands there and watches. Yeah. When really, the hate that this per- that the homosexual person feels is caused by Satan, mm-hmm. and the anger towards that lifestyle mm-hmm. is, is because of sin, because of Satan, when really the two sides should come together and fight the real enemy. Yeah. And that's... If you're ever in, the, in an area where our church is at, and you're if you're gay or trans or whatever, I don't know. There's all the letters and numbers and however many genders people think there are nowadays. Mm. Whatever you believe, you're welcome to come here. You're welcome to be part of our church. You're welcome to uh, watch and listen to this podcast. Be a part of the community that we have here. Just because, like I, I do things that are sinful. Yeah. If I said that that person wouldn't be is not allowed to come to our church, then I'm, I'm not allowed to come to our church. Yeah, I would say that the homosexuals should, should get the same amount of rebuke as those that say they hate exactly. homosexuals. Exactly. We need to stop. Both. This is the worst thing you can possibly... No. It's all against God. It's all yeah. against the Word of God. It's all going against His design for if us. If you commit one... If you violate one law, you violate them all. Yes. Which means... Exactly. You have violated everything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think... Where's my mouse? There it is. I think that the the church has done a very poor job handling all of these topics. Clearly, if they're the most eight controversial within yeah. the church, they've, the church has clearly done a poor job of handling it. Um, but that's probably... I assume that's number one on the list for a reason, and I assume that this is number two on the list for a reason. Abortion. Yes. Which, there's not a whole lot. The lack of common sense Mm. in the conversation of abortion baffles me. True. You can, I can close this book right now 
And simply by the fact that if a pregnant woman is murdered, it's a double homicide. Yeah. But if it's the baby is aborted, that's not how is how is it murder if if someone does it on purpose? Yeah. Or un, against the mother's wishes. But if the mother chooses to do it, then it's okay. Yeah, I saw one video where a guy asked someone that was pro-abortion, like if um, if someone killed a baby. Like, kill the mother and the baby. Should that person go... Like, if... I think he also said, like, if someone kicked a woman in the stomach and lost a baby, should that person be judged? Um, He said yes. He said, now, if someone kills a baby just out of anger, like, when he's born, should that person be judged? He also said yes. Yeah. And so it was like, so what is the difference between that life and this one right um a lot of people bring up i believe it's in numbers and they say it's the it this is when the bible condoned um abortion it was like a ritual with the priests to see if someone was committing adultery and if the person like if it tasted bitter or whatever it was then they committed adultery problem is the individual that the woman that took it was not one that was pregnant it said that she wouldn't have children Mm. that doesn't mean the one that she had was right dead it doesn't even mean she was pregnant right um but it also helped because back then women weren't really i say back then even now women aren't really believed Mm-hmm. and so back then one of the things was the guys would get violent they would stone her just saying she's committed adultery let's stone her god was like well there's a way for us to check right before you start murdering <laughs> anyone you just like oh she looked at that guy weird right she she's cheating on me yeah god's like okay stop this is a way to test right now if she did fail she won't be able to have kids and take her according to the mosaic law yeah but if she wasn't, then leave her alone. Right. I think one of the big mistakes that, that the church makes when addressing this issue is not calling it out for what it really is. Yeah. It's Baal worship. Yeah. That, when that was a big one. The the god of Molech, that they, they would walk through the arch of Baal and then lay their babies on the mm-hmm. mouth of this altar and roll them into the fire. Yeah. It, it, it's, they were worshiping a false God mm-hmm. and that spirit has come into, well, it's all around the world, but especially in America. Yeah. I think America and Israel are the top two countries for abortion. If, Israel? if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I'll look it up Israel. real quick. Um, but it's, it is a demonic evil spirit that has influenced our country any time that we are, con- there, homosexuality is an evil spirit that is con- can misconstrued our minds mm-hmm. and perverted love and marriage and the design that God created for yep. people. Abortion is the same way. Another thing with, I mean, this is going back to part one, like the first question, because um, I was just thinking how, so when I came back to the church, I was still with the pro-abortion pro-lgbtq plus and all of that um and one of the reasons was with abortion shouldn't it be the woman's right to choose but again 
you're still killing a baby so right there's not really like what do you mean yeah a choice um but then with homosexuality one of the things that people bring up is jesus never addressed it now i've heard people also say that well he never addressed pedophilia he never addressed bestiality which is also true but he also did address it in matthew 19 and in matthew 5 i believe it was the second one when he talks about um he's questioned about marriage and he bases his understanding in genesis in the creation and genesis 1 and 2 when he says a man gets with a woman and he cleaves to her so his understanding of marriage is based in that which is a heterosexual right marriage right so he does address it he just yeah. does not blatantly say right homosexuality is the same right exactly Everybody, that's everybody's favorite loophole. Well, he didn't explicitly say it. But the other problem <laughs> is this. You cannot separate Jesus from the Godhead. Right. So he's all eternal. He right. was the one that yes. wrote Genesis right. through Revelation. He right. is the word of God. Right. So because you cannot separate him, that does not mean he started in Matthew. Right. Or I guess Mark, because Mark was technically the first gospel, but. Right. Like chronologically, but. Yeah. Um, you can't separate at the godhead they are all one they are united yeah i guess he is united right but you got I, my point i was way off with i was incorrect i was gonna um, say israel surprises me i remember uh tim saying something about israel has a very high rate oh but maybe that just number one is russia even which, that kind of surprises me oh i think that checks out um i don't know i felt like they were because i know like they're very um lgbtq plus like they have a lot of laws against that so i kind of figured they would just uh, kind of mesh these I, i'm saying this that was in 2004 oh so maybe this is just the highest rate this is basically this is the abortion rate per 1000 women so for every 1000 mm. women in 2004 in russia there were 53.7 abortions yeah it checks out so but these are all old so maybe maybe the uh, the countries are a little bit different. Mexico is actually the lowest. Hmm. Qatar is the third lowest. That's shocking. who? Qatar. Was it guitar? Qatar? Qatar. Like, Q A T A R. I was like, there's a country named Qatar. That's where the World Cup was last year. Was Qatar? I'm thinking of with the G, like the instrument. Right. I was like, what? Um. So yeah, it's like people want. Uh, well, the the baby is reliant on the mom while it's in the womb, so that it's all the mom's allowed to. I'm like, yeah, guess what? It's still reliant on the mom when it's eight months old. Yeah. If you uh, Caleb's two when he's still reliant. Right. Exactly. Even if the argument is that it's the baby's reliant on my body. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had like there's formula. All my kids had formula. Mm -hmm. Like. But scientifically speaking, historically, that the child is reliant on the mother's body until at least 12 months. Mm -hmm. And generally speaking. Yeah. There's people out there that breastfeed till their kids are like seven, eight, nine, ten years old. We love you. We'll move on. <laughs> but it's, I don't understand how that, I understand how homosexuality can be an issue in the church because yes. 
that's a personal my this or that relative is this way so now i have to i i would need to soften mm. my i understand how that can become an issue i understand homosexual homosexuality more than abortion because homosexuality right. you're like i love this person yeah i don't right like how can it be wrong yeah if this is how they were created right and one thing that um i forget who said it um but homosexuality is a sin that people like some people are predisposed to alcohol so right. not predisposed right. to porn like that's just what their weakness is yep. that doesn't mean that you need to identify with it exactly just because yeah someone's wanting to drink doesn't mean that they should right indulge yeah and be like oh this is just who i am right yeah i so i can see how that can become controversial i think it's pretty easy to see the truth in that yeah but i still understand how it can be difficult for some people yeah i don't get how abortion no. is even a, is even a discussion in yeah. the church i understand in the world the world is yeah. is lost the world is evil mm. i get that but in the church makes no sense to me. Yeah. When I came back, cause, um, I came back and I, during the three years I was, you know, very pro pretty much everything in the world. Yeah. Um, and abortion was, I was, it was pretty easy for me to be like, okay, this is just, but homosexuality was the one where I was like, but it's right. That one I struggled with more yeah. coming to terms with until I was like, right. God said it. Yeah. We had people leave our church. Three, four years ago, maybe five years ago, somewhere sometime in the last five years, because they because our church preaches that abortion is wrong. And unless uh, we change our stance on that, they were never coming back. Mm. Like people are leaving the church yeah. in support of the worship of false gods. Yeah. And they're gonna go to Andy Sandberg. Like that <laughs> that just blows <laughs> my mind. Number three. Any guess on what number three is? Those those are the pretty obvious one and two. Those, I'm, I'm trying to think. I was like, one and two were simple. Right. Three, okay. Is it a doctrine or is it like a world, like kind of like a sin? This one would be a doctrine. Um, if you can see my computer. Child. Everyone's a child of God. No. Uh, wait, let me see. Word of faith. No. Dang it. Okay. I don't know. Women in... Leadership. I should have guessed that one. Women in leadership. I am actually, if you're watching this part of the video, I will do my absolute best to remember, and I will try to find somewhere to write this down, so that way I will increase my likelihood of remembrance. I used to have post-it notes in here, and I don't know what I did with them. It's just one on your laptop. I'll just use this one. I will, I'm writing a note down to put a link in the description. Uh, for a video that Pastor Tim, uh, a sermon Pastor Tim preached in the la sometime in the last few months. Were you here for that? I wasn't here for it, um, but I watched it and it was great. He really broke it down. and uh, Yeah, Pastor Tim, my father-in-law, your uncle, um, is the lead pastor at our church. And he preached on this topic, I'm guessing three months ago, give or take, plus or minus. Probably um, four because I've been here three. Have you been here three? June, July. Dang, you have. So it's probably four or five months. Yeah, we're going on um, four. And so time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. 
Uh, I will put that link in there. And if you want the full, a full in-depth breakdown on this topic, I encourage you to watch that sermon. Yeah. I think it's like an hour long. It's a longer one. It is. I think it's like an hour, hour 15. Yeah. But it's, it's worth it. It's a good one. Um, I'll look it up later. I was going to look it up now, but I'll look it up later. Uh, yeah, I highly encourage you. It's it's one of those where the passages, if you take them at face value and do not put them in context and don't research and understand their true meaning, it's it's easy to, to misconstrue it. Yeah. Because it at, if you just read one verse, it does look like Paul says, women can't be preachers, women can't do this, yeah. women can't do that, women should be silent, all these different things. Mm-hmm. Even whenever Paul's, but we've got to understand the context and the truth of what it's saying. Even when Paul says that women should should keep quiet in church and ask their husbands to come and learn, they were not allowed to be educated at all. Then, yeah. In this, historically speaking, in that time, they were not allowed to under to be educated at all. Paul was actually giving them something and saying, "You can learn about this. You need to mm-hmm. learn about this, but do it in your own home." Yeah. Uh, and I remember Tim saying something about more or less that the women were very disruptive at, in this time um, for one reason. And I don't remember. So watch the video to get clarification on that. But it was basically saying, you can ask questions. Your questions are valid. We want you to understand this. You need to understand this, but do it at home instead of, and he wasn't saying only do it at home. I don't believe it. he was saying, don't do it here in the middle of a service don't when I'm trying it. to teach and I'm trying yeah. to preach and stop interrupting. me. Yes. I'm on a roll. Yeah. Quit disrupting service ask your questions at a different time because i mean that's a big thing is everyone now i feel like church and services have become kind of a circus yeah because there's no order right and god is a god of order yes not chaos and all of these other things right so when you see people like running around a stage yeah and throwing themselves on the floor right and just laughing maniacally <laughs> Like a Cast couple in the preachers. spirit of you know what out of it he sent me I'd seen that one yeah yeah that was interesting um, um but even Old Testament the I believe it was Joel says that in the last days I will pour out my spirit on yeah. all flesh Joel two thirty two I believe is that what it is I believe you so. go I mean Scripture says that that men and women will receive the Holy Spirit will will mm-hmm. prophesy will do all these things. Yeah. Your sons and daughters will. And another thing Uncle Tim brought up and stuff was it's like go back in the Old Testament. There's Miriam. Right. Who was the worship leader and everything like that. Deborah, uh, who was one of the judges. Right. There's well Phoebe, but she's in the New Testament, but you get my point. Right. Phoebe, there's Priscilla. Priscilla. Um, I don't think Lydia was one. I don't think she was a leader. But there, there are m- many women in Scripture that are yeah. given leadership roles. Plus, there was a lot of women in Jesus's right camp per se. Right. Yeah. Um. So it was a thing where, and back then, no one, a man never talked, didn't really talk to a woman besides family. Right. So Jesus taking a bunch of different women. Yeah. And put him put them as their followers and big leaders in the followers yeah like um exactly they weren't just like a side character to do sewing on the tunics 
Yeah, I agree completely. So yeah, that that one I'm gonna go into less depth because I, I wish we had time to bring up Uncle Tim. <laughs> yeah. Um if I've got time, I'll maybe try to like clip a couple things out of his sermon and throw it and edit it in and That'd throw be a it good in here to, so it pops up or whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that is one that is a huge that one has topic. deeply divided the church yeah and but mostly just the church in a sense like that one i don't feel yeah. like is really an outside the church things that people so. really address i mean the only thing is is that because of that teaching and everything like that christians are viewed as um misogynists right that's true um but other than that there's not and also which so I've talked about Dr. Vody Balkum and Paul Washer and everything like that. That is one of the things that like we disagree with. Yeah. Um, that they preach. Right. Yeah. Number four. Okay. Let me think again. Is it a doctrine or is it a sin? This is more like methodology methodology than doctrine. I guess it would fall. If you had to pick between one, it'd probably fall into doctrine baptism saves no good works no the eucharist types of worship music oh so that's the kind of methodology as far as yeah um i was trying to think of like kind of i guess i was thinking more traditions or things like that and that's one this is probably one uh, and I don't remember everything that was on this whole list, but this is probably one that I think is out of all the ones on this list is the most prevalent at our church. Is it? Because we do have, I don't really know. The- we do have a older crowd. We sometimes. have a larger percentage of our attendees. Our congregants are older, traditional music, yeah. hymns, that kind of thing. And so with, what God's been doing at our church here over the last couple of years and kind of uh, bringing the average age down a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously not, that's a, a good thing and it's not a bad, but it's also not a bad thing that we have more people that are in the traditional yeah. preference community, if you will. Yeah. It's, I think it's good to have a church that diverse that covers that wide of a yeah. that many generations mm-hmm. i think that's the pro it's more like a generational thing right i'm with pastor daryl who said um at the, in the first episode um that he likes both he right. likes hymns and he likes yeah the new age kind of music I new age yeah I, after i said it, i was like wait a minute <laughs> we're gonna get flamed for that one right um like contemporary music contemporary that's the yeah. word so i'm with the hymn i like the hymns but i don't like all hymns right like so the the church i went to in jersey was nothing but hymns Mm -hmm. kjv only things like that right um they only used the kjv they sang hymns every time and i was like i like hymns but does it only have to be hymns? right um so people because i think their biggest thing is is they're like well nowadays it's written by 
Like I've I've heard people say sinful people. Like it's not they're not good people. <laughs> and I'm like I got news for you, the hymn writers were wicked too. Right. That's kind of our makeup. That's kind of right. our problem. Yeah. We're all wicked. Every song ever written was written by an imperfect person. Yeah. I don't um, think Jesus wrote any songs. So I think that statement. He didn't. Is, he sang them though. Right. So I think that statement is true. He sang them in the garden. <laughs> Jesus sang hymns. It's that's one of those things that, and I I think I said it whenever I was uh, had Daryl on too is, like the hymns were contemporary at one point. Yeah. Like there were people before that that, whatever was before hymns. They really liked the monk. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's one of those things. I think we do a pretty good job at our church just because we have the two services that are different styles. Yeah. That kind of covers the everything. first service is hymns. The second right. Is- not him yeah which the first service is mostly contemporary and then there's a hymn there's one hymn oh for on the early service yeah um and i i'm not opposed to hymns it's just not my style yeah it's just not my thing i think that i need like i like hymns but again some of the hymns i'm like okay yeah i don't but it's like um like some that that conference we went to a while back or like last weekend we went and saw brandon like and phil wickham like they even started singing like a, some choruses of hymns, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Yeah, for me, it's 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 the stuffy like. I don't want to throw shade at anybody. I don't want to say too much. Come on, I don't. We've already pissed off a bunch of people. I don't like the boring yeah. version. True. Of hymns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like like, get, like put something on. It. I love because some of my favorites, "Mary, Did You Know," um, by like Russ flats or something him it, it's technically a him like it's not really Learn something new every day i'm pretty sure people consider it a him um and then count your blessings um oh the one that says it is well with my soul which i don't remember exactly the name of it i think that's the name of it is it count your blessing I think, no i think it's it as well it is that one it is well yeah see i got there I just that's a go that's one of my favorites yeah um how great thou art how great thou art amazing Um, grace that one at this point i've heard it so many times if it's done well i I enjoy it true i think amazing grace has become kind of that song that i'm just like sick of because you've heard it right no matter what yeah everyone knows amazing grace right and that's one thing that a lot of contemporary artists are good at doing too is like Chris Tomlin did My Chains Are Gone, which it's Amazing Grace. And then he uh, wrote a chorus to go along with it, contemporized a little bit. Yeah, and kinda, they modernized it. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what Mary Did You Know was. I think it was oh, like okay, that makes sense. a hymn, but like it was I gotcha. more... Like Elevation, their song Trust in God that we've been singing here at church. Was that it's, a hymn? Uh, if the hymn Blessed Assurance, they took that and kind of uh, mashed uh, up the verses of it and then put their own chorus I in. I didn't like, know that. Um, that's... That's my favorite version of hymns. Yeah. But I'm 31 years old. I'm younger than, mm. I'm much younger than hymns. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just my preference. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it just comes down to. Yeah. What's your preference? What's your heart behind? And whether it's, a, whether it's a hymn, whether it's a song that was written in 1821, or if it's a song that was written in 2021, mm. across the board, same thing we were talking about sinful lifestyles it's across the board it should be all handled the same all worship music should be handled the same is it 
theologically accurate? Yeah. Is it go against scripture? Does it mischaracterize God or or any person of the Godhead? Mm. That's what matters about worship music. Yeah. Not how many instruments or if the beat is think, fast or slow. I don't think God is sitting there like, oh, he put a drum in it. It would have been amazing if there was no drum. I would have condoned that worship song if it was in a 4-4 tempo, but you put it in something else. Now you're going to hell. Right. Oh, that's eight minutes long. That's too long. You repeated the bridge too many times. That's no longer acceptable. It's no longer pleasing in my sight. Why do hymns repeat themselves so many times? See, that's the other thing. Hymns repeat themselves like crazy, but then people that like hymns complain that contemporary songs repeat too much. I just, yeah. Hymns, again, I feel like it depends on the content right. of the song. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it like. So again, I like hymns and contemporary, but it's because I like the content. I'm not yeah. really too worried about. Oh, this is a hymn. I'm not right. gonna listen to it. It's boring. It's the same when I'm listening to Christian rap music, Christian rock music, contemporary Christian music, worship music. Does it glorify God? Exactly. That is our only purpose yes. of life: is to glorify God. Yes. So the question is: Is it glorified? Does that song magnify the name of Jesus? lift him up and mm. make him known and proclaim the good news of christ yeah that is what matters with the music that's mm. what, in church out of church in your car there's songs i listen to in my car that i pull up somebody and they probably just hear the the, the bass beat. bumping or like the loud like guitars on a, like a rock song or whatever mm. and they have no idea what i'm listening to yeah highway to hell right they think i'm in, out there bumping kendrick lamar or something like actually yeah. no it's andy minio and we're praising jesus right now yeah uh, actually, this is KB, and he is—he's spitting straight theology right now, yeah. and I'm learning something new. Mm-hmm. I, I just sparked something. I'm gonna go home and and dig into my Bible and this find is where that my came sermon. from. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say I do like hymns, and when I'm like reading the Bible, or like highlighting and things like that. Yeah, I like because when it's the beat, you're like, oh, this is a good one. Wait a minute. Right. Uh, like my current one that I love doing like listening to while i'm reading the bible and things like that is yeah. um oh come to the altar yes al sang it first time i heard it uh last sunday two sundays ago that's the first time i ever heard it that's the first time i ever heard it that's crazy i'm not all up and new with these that's true christian songs yeah i said we're gonna see philip and he said who yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you only knew brandon Lake because of gratitude and... gratitude yeah that's what i know from yeah let's see yeah, we're about 40 ish minutes into it. We can uh, we can call that good for the list for now. Sounds there was good. one more thing that I wanted to do. Uh oh. So I I gotta find a good. So one of our favorite things to do is send hilarious oh yeah reels and TikToks back and forth to each other. Mm-hmm. If you're on watching us right now and you're on TikTok. Go follow Gen Z Bible Stories. Oh, that one, yes. My new, that's my new fit, hands down, my new favorite. Hilarious. My new favorite content creator provider of all time. It's so good. There's only eight videos. He has like 150,000 followers on TikTok already. It's so funny. I thought you were talking about the youth ministry. That's another one, the youth ministry people. Um, I think it's like YG Chronicles or something, I think is the name of it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, YG Youth Group Chronicles. Um, so, and I don't know what this is. This is Christianity.com. It's the top. It's 10 Christian dad jokes. Oh, no. I feel like we just talked about dad jokes. Oh, yeah. We were trying to figure out what Jesus' sense of humor would be. Yes. So It's dad jokes. Yes. I agree. 
What is a physics teacher's favorite Bible verse? Physics teacher. What? Romans 8.39. Neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I can recite Romans 8, but I don't know the verses that it goes to. Right. Because I listened to like John Piper's like um, epic reading of it. And so that's how I learned it. But he doesn't go, it's like, this is verse one. Why didn't Noah's family play cards on the ark? So it's somewhat, no, not fold. Flush? Something with a flush. He was standing on the deck. Dang it. Who is the first orphan mentioned in the Bible? Okay, this is it. This is my favorite one so far. Abel didn't have a kid. Who? Joshua, son of Nun. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. That's my favorite one so far. The Sunday school teacher asks the children to draw Christmas pictures. She goes over to one student, and I've never read any of these before, so I don't know any of the punchlines. Okay. She goes over to one student and sees he's drawn a picture of four people on an airplane. What is this, she asked. Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, Jesus on a flight to Egypt, he says. Well, who's the fourth person? That's Pontius, the pilot. <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be like a Trinity joke, but then I was like, there's only four, though. <laughs> right. Uh, this one's an old one. How did, how did we know that God liked coffee? Ow. Because it says Hebrews. Oh, a man gets on an airplane and sees a nun praying fervently beside him. Are you afraid of flying, he asked. Flying, no. Crashing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Preach that. A priest, a rabbi, and a minister walk into a bar. The bartender says, what is this, a joke? <laughs> I started to think, when you started that, I started thinking of that one video I sent you. And it's like, what up, sinners? <laughs> it was like, so chop it by to walk into a bar. <laughs> Why wasn't Boaz a nice man before he got married? You know what I'm thinking of. What is it? He was ruthless. <laughs> what did Moses, what did Moses say I when he came here. down the mountain and saw the Israelites worshiping a golden calf? Move! Holy cow! <laughs> I hate it here. Who was the wor- world's first comedian? Gee, God. He made a platypus. Easy there, uh, Copeland. Did he say that? No, he said he was a failure. Some is. Oh, I thought you meant Samson. He brought the house down. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do any more podcasts. <laughs> Ten funny church leader stories. The pl- oh. pastor cleared his throat as he approached the pulpit. I'm sorry if my voice sounds a little bit weak today, he told the congregation. There's been some sickness going around the office, and you all know I hate to be left out of anything. That wasn't good. <laughs> I was like, wait. This is the downside to not pre-reading them. The, but what's the, the duds are still duds. Okay. I was like, what's the punchline? My church held a work day. I thought it was going to say something like he was like kissing the secretary because it was his wife. or Yeah, I was like, I feel like I missed a part of the joke. Right. My church held a work day, including digging holes for a garden plot. My youth pastor put it, if you're free next Thursday and don't mind getting dirty, show up. <laughs> These are kind of bad so far. The pastor gave a sermon on family, beginning with the words, I've been a parent for about five years now. I think I've pretty much figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) 
the youth pastor walked toward us as we gathered in the church lot for youth group service. I'm sorry, he said. The only thing left is the donuts. All right, let's find some. These are kind of lame. Funny church kid stories. My One of my funniest kid stories I was, when I was a kid, uh, Laura. I love Laura. She's been at this church oh, I love this story. for such a long time. <laughs> and uh, she was in the nursery. I'll, she still works in the nursery. She's been working in the nursery for 30 years plus. Dang. And uh, when I was probably like three or four, I had like my little kid Bible and stuff like that. And she always had, she called it the Sunday funny. She would always come out to my mom oh. and say, are you ready for the Sunday funny? Because I this isn't the story I'm thinking of. I'm a very funny human being. I was hilarious. I have the gift of humor. And so, uh, <laughs> as you can tell. And uh, so there was always something hilarious that had happened. I was actually, because I was not that smart. But I, I guess there was one Sunday we were after the Bible story and I was like flipping through. I probably couldn't even read yet. I was flipping through my kid Bible. And I said, you know, there's some pretty good stuff in here. <laughs> It's like that one where like the guy like they're like doing like a Bible reading or whatever. It's like okay, now let's talk about Jesus' death. He dies. Yes, that's one of my favorite skits ever. <laughs> just wait. And then he's just flipping through when he comes back from life. What? <laughs> <sighs> let's talk about the betrayal. Who betrays him? Don't tell me it was Judas. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, the church was holding baptisms during the service, so they brought in a large tub. As the sermon continued, a boy near the front started stared at the tub. He nudged his father. The father turned, and the boy whispered, Where did they get such a big bucket for the leaky roof? What? I don't know. These are weird. The, the dad jokes are funny. These kind of stink. Let's see. We're going to do stories. we got to end on something good. Here we go. Church humor. Funny short stories. These better be good. Let's go to YG Chronicles and just reset it. Let's see. The deaf and mute kid. <laughs> we had a substitute preacher preaching at our church. It's funny because I've substitute preached one time before, so I'm curious. Did you? Yeah, at a church uh, in the next town over our cola. They were with our oh. pastor for a while, so I went there and preached one Sunday. Uh, we had a substitute preacher preaching at our church, and he told this story. He said when he was younger, he thought that the doxology went, Praise God from whom all blessings go. Praise him, all preachers. Here we go. <laughs> Instead of creatures here below. Then praise him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He said he thought that be thought that because when everything everyone sang that, often the preacher leaves the pulpit and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> praise him, all preachers. Here we go. <laughs> There's a song, uh, old old song that used to be on the radio all the time when I was little. That go, that. The chorus is God so loved the world. I think I know and that one. It's like Amy Grant or Natalie Grant. It's one of those. It's an old song. Uh-huh. And I was singing along in the back of the car one time. And my mom just starts dying laughing because I was singing along the song going Godzilla. Because <laughs> I thought you were saying Godzilla instead of God so loved. Godzilla. Recently, a large seminar was held for ministers in training. Among the guests were many well-known motivational speakers. Mm. One such boldly approached the pulpit and, gathering the entire crowd's attention, said, The best years of my life were spent in the arms of a woman that wasn't my wife. (laughs) The crowd was shocked. He followed up by saying, And that woman was my mother. The crowd burst into laughter, and he gave his speech, and it went over well. (laughs) 
About a week later, one of the assistant ministers who had attended the seminar decided to use that joke in what was his first sermon to the congregation. <laughs> That's how I'm going to start mine. <laughs> As he shyly approached the pulpit one Sunday, he tried to rehearse the joke in his head. He was notably very nervous, and getting to the microphone, he said loudly, The greatest years of my life were spent in the arms of another woman that was not my wife. This congregation sat shocked. After standing there for almost 10 seconds, the finally pastor finally blurted out, and I can't remember who she was. <laughs> I think that one's really good. Uh, okay, this is gonna be good because we talk about the different denominations a lot. And I, I, I don't. All I know is it's listing a bunch of them. The message. I've never read video. This. Yeah. A prison mic. <laughs> the Presbyterian Church called a meeting to decide what to do about their squirrel infestation. After much prayer and consideration, they con concluded that the squirrels were predestined to be there and they shouldn't interfere with God's divine will. I thought it was going to be like At that. the Baptist church, oh, the squirrels had taken an interest in the baptistry. The deacons met and decided to put a water slide on the baptistry and let the squirrels drown themselves. <laughs> the, the squirrels liked the slide and unfortunately knew instinctively how to swim. So twice as many squirrels showed up the following week. I like that got dark so quick. I know. The Lutheran Church decided that they were not in a position to harm any of God's creatures, so they humanely trapped their squirrels and set them free near the Baptist Church. <laughs> Two weeks later, the squirrels were back when the Baptists took down the water slide. <laughs> the Episcopalians tried a much more unique path by setting out pans of whiskey around their church in an effort to kill the squirrels with alcohol poisoning. They sadly learned how much damage a band of drunk squirrels can do. <laughs> but the Catholic Church came up with a very creative strategy. Oh, no. They baptized all the squirrels and made them members of the church. Now they only see them on Christmas and Easter. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> and not much was heard from the Jewish synagogue. They took the first squirrel and circumcised him. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, you're dying. Copy. Oh, Woo. I wasn't expecting a circumcision joke. No, me neither. That's why it got me. Oh man. Oh. And the word of faith spoke it and believed it would stop. Okay. Well, this will be the last one. We're get, we're pushing an hour now, so this will be the last one. <laughs> this is painting the church. Oh no! Oh, I still got tears in my eyes from that circumcision joke. <laughs> that was gonna be a sacrifice joke. <laughs> I know. A cheating painting contractor had been skimping by thinning his paint excessively. Nevertheless, he landed a big job painting a church. He was almost done when a major storm blew up and it washed all the paint off. Amid the thunder and lightning, there came a loud voice. Repaint, it boomed. Oh Repaint gosh. and thin no more. God with the lisp. And thin no more. Oh, there's some pretty decent ones on here. Finally. We'll have, to, we'll have to save some of these for the next one. There you go. If you say this long in a controversial statement, you get jokes.
The Sunday school teacher asked, now, Johnny, tell me frankly, do you say prayers before eating? No, sir, little Johnny replies. I don't have to. My mom is a good cook. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for watching this episode of the Preach That Podcast and uh, <laughs> listening to us be ridiculous and laugh at funny jokes. If you can't laugh, you're taking it too serious. So I hope that you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, kind of a uh, a magnet of a conversation. The the, the two ends were polar opposites. <laughs> yeah. Very serious in the beginning, and I was crying laughing at If the you end. make it this long, you get jokes. Right. Yeah, see? If you can sit through... There. All of the controversial topics. That's what's up. You get a joke. Exactly. So thank you guys for watching and listening. Before I let you go, because if you made it this far, that means you're a dedicated listener of the pod. And I want you to not miss out on anything. I have added more stuff to the merch store. So go and check that out. Two two more t-shirts that will also will make into hoodies eventually whenever it starts mm. to cool off. So Ugh. go and check that out if you want to. If you're a member of Patreon, it's only five bucks a month, super cheap. Then you get a 10% discount on the Patreon or on the merch store. There is a code that I will give you whenever you sign up for Patreon. And if you comment on a video, it's like, hey, what's the merch code? Or if you send me a message, I'll give it to you for 10% off everything that is on the store. With that being said, thank you. Thank you, sir, for coming. Uh, this may or may not be this week. I don't know when it'll be. Today is Friday, August 25th. Um, so it'll be coming up at some point there soon. You go. So I appreciate the idea. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the listens, the follows, the likes, the subscribes, all of that jazz. Uh, if you watch this part of the video, comment and let us know what your favorite joke was. Because I want to know. I'm curious, but also it will show if anybody watches to the end of these or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, then run over to jump over to YouTube and comment on the end and, and say, hey, I listen to the audio, but I'm here for the jokes. So. That being I'm only said, here for the jokes. I'm only here for the jokes. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's how I pointed. I feel like that's going to be my outro every time I'm on. I like it. I've got my outro. See you on, see you on the next one. And then, bye. Bye. <laughs>